Receiving is not that you're needing. You know what I'm saying? Receiving is a form of energy. The same way you give is a form of energy, receiving is also a form of energy. So as much as you give, you gotta be willing to receive. Hey guys, welcome to Wise Time Podcast. This is your host, Felicia. It's just me today. <laughs> today we're going to do something a little bit different. It's just, it's just me. I'm just going to talk to you about some real shit. You know, usually I have another host. Usually I have a group of people out here with me doing this together. But today it's just going to be me. So I'm going to talk about the seven spiritual laws of success. It's a book written by Deepak Chopra. So it's one of the first books that I had, you know, listened to and it changed my life. It changed my life for the better, obviously, you know. So today I'm going to give you a little bit of insight as I read it. I've list, I've read this book or I've listened because I usually do audible. I don't really read, but I've listened to this book a lot of times. I've listened to it so much where I've broken it down broken it down to ways that I can understand and to ways that I can teach it, you know, and Deepak Chokra sometimes gets really deep. He gets really um, in debt with what he's saying. And a lot of the times his level of consciousness and his level of awareness is a lot higher than the normal human being. So <laughs> in order to understand what he's saying, sometimes you got to have a high level of consciousness and awareness. So I have a high level of consciousness and awareness. So I'm able to understand the book but I'm also able to break it down for people with a little bit lesser consciousness and awareness you know so the seven spiritual laws of success talks about how to be successful spiritually not just physically you know you could have a lot of money you could have all the businesses you could have all the girls you could have everything the biggest house and all of that stuff but none of that stuff really matters unless you're really spiritually successful you know because what are you going to bring to the next realm of life? When you leave here, what are you going to bring with you to the next, you know, stage? What are you, what are you, what are you going to have and what are you going to be able to give the mass, you know? And my biggest thing is leaving here with a footprint, you know, leaving here with something that people can grasp, something that people could hold on to f- till the end of time. I mean, there is no end of time, but <laughs> till the end of their time. I just want to be able to leave you with something that you will follow and you will have for the rest of your life, you know? So let's get into it. Seven spiritual laws of success. Success. I will break it down. I will go into it and I will try to dissect it and, and explain it in a way where it just makes sense to everybody. So my goal is to achieve effortless success. I want to be effortless in everything that I do. Like, I don't want to have to think about doing it. I just want to do it. And once you're aligned with your higher self, with your higher purpose and your higher meaning, you tend to do things that are effortless because at the end of the day, your intentions are pure. Your intentions are for the greater good. Your intentions are for the higher purpose of life and of this world. So achieving effortless success, I feel like is attainable, but I also feel like it's a lot of work to get there. Because effortless success, um, kind of, you know, it, the explanation is in the word effortless. You know, you want to be able to be successful without 
trying to be successful because Kanye said it best. When you try hard, that's when you die hard. <laughs> so the first one is law, law of pure potentiality. So obviously, you know, potential is your potential. Pure potentiality is your potential in its purest form. All possibilities in infinite creativity. Perfect balance. So the first thing is you got to know who you really are and why you are here and your purpose here. I know it's very hard <laughs> to find your purpose, but at the same time, it's very easy. So for me, finding my purpose was just me realizing that the way that I've lived my life, I've always been living in my purpose. So my purpose has always been the person that I am now. Like I'm here talking in this podcast, but I've always been the type of person to talk and enlighten people. I've always met someone and changed their life versus on just enlightening enlightening them and showing them a better way of living. So like I said, know who you really are and why you are here in your purpose. Ego is self-image, okay? And social mask, it lives in true fear of what people think about you. Okay, so your ego is your biggest killer. I'll tell you that right now. The ego ego to you is like the devil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you just want to do things for validation, for approval, you just want to do things to ease your ego or to stroke it, like you're not doing it right. You understand what I'm saying? If you if you're doing things to ease your ego, if you just showing out just to show out, you're not really doing it right. You know, <laughs> you got to be true to yourself and you got to understand where your ego and your pride lies versus where who you really are. True self spirit and soul is immune to social status and criticism, unfearful of anything. So your true self, you know what I'm saying? Your spirit, your soul, it, it just blends with everything else. It's immune. It, it doesn't care about social statuses. It doesn't care about how many likes you have or how many people, how many views, how many people are looking at your stuff or or how cool you were going out of there. You know what I'm saying? You you, you got to be unfearful of anything. You can't care what people think about you. you. You really just have to live life how you feel like you should live life because at the end of the day, we all have our own lane and we all have a path and we can all strive in that path and that path doesn't have to you know you don't have to sit in traffic with anybody else because at the end of the day you're doing what is true to yourself don't lie to yourself because when you lie to people you're only lying to yourself and that's a fact okay and you need to also have the confidence to not be below anyone or anything but humble enough to recognize everyone is equal and has the same potential to reach pure potentiality like we're all in this world we all have our own path we all have our own calling you understand what i'm saying like you're not above and you're not under anybody we're all equal as long as you find your path you'll be the best at it and nobody else can get in your lane and be better than you at it because you're, you're doing you you know and no judgment and respect for everything. Like you can't judge anything and you got to have respect for everything because at the end of the day, you can't judge the person that's doing it better than you because they just doing it better than you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get better. Don't get bitter. <laughs> you got to get better. You got to respect it and you just got to grind. So how to access law of pure potentiality? You got to meditate. Meditation is key because once you sit in silence, all you have is yourself. 
all you have is yourself. You sit in silence and you'll be surprised how strong you become because you're able to deal with you and yourself. Silence, being to yourself for an extended period of time will heal you in all types of ways. You wouldn't even think that that is possible and it does that. Another thing, you got to practice non-judgment because to judge is to evaluate, is to label, is to classify things as good or bad, right or wrong. It causes turbulence internally and limits your potentiality. So judging people, you know what I'm saying, judging yourself, you're putting a label on yourself. You're classifying yourself as less than or better than or whatever it is. Like you have to not judge and not judge yourself because internally once you start judging yourself you're always comparing yourself to the next person and that limits you and that limits your potentiality because at the end of the day you're not like the other person you don't have the same resources as the other person has you wasn't brought up like the other person was your father didn't give you a small loan of a million (laughs) dollars like stop judging and stop comparing yourself to the next person because at the end of the day your truth is your truth and there's a lot of gold in your truth because you know i'm saying pressure pressure makes diamonds so remember to pressure to put that pressure on yourself to not judge and to put that pressure on yourself that you got what it takes. So when judging, you're putting those limitations on yourself and classifying yourself, which limits growth. All you can do in life, life will always keep moving forward. All you can do in life is to keep growing. As long as you keep growing and you keep being consistent at being the best person that you can be, you're automatically living in your truth. And please maintain connection with nature. It's super, super important. Get out of <laughs> get out of the hood. Like get out of your house. Like travel. Go around the world. Like learn other cultures. Like just just be one within nature. Like you know what I'm saying? Like walk walk in the forest or go on a hike. Like that stuff right there will help. So how to apply law of your potentiality? You learn to get in touch with your inner self. Part of what I was saying, meditation. You got to meditate. You got to be you gotta be one within yourself, you know. You need to be grounded in knowledge of your true self. The answer is always within you. It's always inside of you. Don't look at the TV. Don't look at these celebrities. Don't look at social media, especially social media. Do not look at social media to learn knowledge about yourself the truth is always within you if you really want to know the truth go to sleep ask before you go to sleep ask whatever you believe in the universe god allah whatever the saints mary whatever the fuck you believe in before you go to sleep ask yourself hey who am i and what is my truth and i guarantee you have a dream that same exact night that will tell you who you are and that will prove to you who you really are cool meditate twice a day at least 30 minutes a day please even in meditation meditation will get you in a trance and it will get you to the place where you need to be where you need to ask yourself who you really are you know what i'm saying practice non-judgment say it say it yourself today i will not judge anything today when you wake up say i will not judge anything remember affirmations are very 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 strong and they're very productive tell yourself i will not judge anything today Cool. So the second spiritual law of success is law of giving. You must give in order to receive. I mean, self-explanatory. You give, you receive. It's like a boomerang. You know what I'm saying? You throw the boomerang out, it comes right back to you. The more you give, the more you receive. Like, and don't give with 
Instagram on. Turn, <laughs> don't turn Instagram on and you're like giving a dollar to a homeless person. Like that's fucking pointless. You know what I'm saying? Like when you are a giver, you give regardless. You don't want nothing back. You're not expecting anything back. You're just giving. That's part of giving. Giving is to give whatever you have or whatever you don't have at the moment and not expecting anything back. That's the biggest thing. Do not accept. Do not expect anything back. You must be willing to m- receive as much as you can or else you will stop the circulation. So a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? They'll give you they'll give somebody money or whatever and then when the other person comes back and they're good and they try to give them some money back, they're like, "Nah, nah, I don't need it. I don't need it." <laughs> Receiving is not that you needing. You know what I'm saying? Receiving is a form of energy. The same way you give is a form of energy, receiving is also a form of energy. So as much as you give, you got to be willing to receive. And sometimes this is what I'm talking about, ego and pride. Your ego and your pride will tell you, nah, I don't need that. I'm doing good. I don't need to be taking that from you. Nah, push all that shit to the side. Ego and in pride, push all that to the side. Receiving is a form of love also. So whatever somebody's giving you, you taking it might make their day. You denying it might make them feel like they're worthless. Do you want somebody to feel like they're worthless? No. No, you don't. Please receive as much as you give. And it's okay sometimes to take even if you have, because that continues the circulation of receiving, giving and receiving, giving and receiving. You want to keep that circulation going. Cool. Circulation of money is what keeps it alive and vital. You know what I'm saying? Like law of giving. Money is the biggest thing. It means the most right now. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean the most to me, but it means the most to the world. So you got to keep that circulation going. You give some money, it's okay to take some back, even if you don't need it. What goes up must come down. What goes out must come back. (laughs) The return is directly proportional to the giving. You understand? You give and you shall receive. You ask and you shall receive. (laughs) Every day you must commit to giving something. Doesn't have to be in the form of materialistic things. Could be a compliment, flowers, a prayer. So, you know, if you see somebody today, you could compliment them. You know what I'm saying? You could send them flowers. Like me personally, I like to leave people with a little bit more incitement, like a little bit more enlightenment. I like to leave people with a little bit more enlightenment, a little bit more awareness you know that's my that's that's my way of giving you know if i meet you today i'll definitely make your day because i'll definitely make you feel like you you know you're worth it i'll definitely make it feel like make you feel like you got a purpose you know i'll talk to you i'll talk to you about you know what you can be in life and your potential that's just who i am that's what that's what i give you know so if you can't give that it's understandable you could give a compliment you could just tell somebody they look good or they doing it like you got this you know what i'm saying like flowers a prayer whatever it is just make sure whenever you see somebody you're always leaving them with something that they didn't have when they met you okay let them leave with something that they're going to take with them forever the most powerful form of giving is caring attention affection appreciation and love you know i love myself So I always love everybody else, you know? So like I said, the most powerful form of giving is caring, attention, affection, and love and appreciation, okay? So applying the law of giving. So commit to wherever you go, whoever you encounter to giving a gift. Commit to giving them something. 
You should give something to everyone you come in contact with to begin the process of circulating wealth and and affluence in your life. Commit to gratefully receiving the gifts of nature, sunlight, or spring showers, and willingness to receive gifts from others is super, super important. Make the commitment to keep wealth circulating, but giving and receiving life's most precious gift like caring, loving, appreciation, and affection. Wish others happiness, joy, and laughter. Always be happy for somebody else, you know. Always wish them the best. Always bless them, you know what I'm saying? God bless you. Always, always, always. It's super, super important because that's going to come right back to you and it's going to make sense, you know. That goes into my third law of um, spiritual success. Law of karma. Both action and consequence of the of that action cause and effect. Learn to put out energy of happiness to receive energy of happiness. You know what I mean? Like people wake up sometimes and they wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Mind you, that's a myth. <laughs> you know, and they they wake up and then everything's just negative. And they go to work and, and shit just doesn't work out for them. Shit just sucks and it's all negative and it's but it, you know <laughs> with that attitude, absolutely. Like if you are a negative person, you're only gonna get you're only gonna get back in negative energy. If you're a positive person and you put positivity out there, you're gonna get back positivity. You know what I'm saying? It's it's karma, it's what it is. You whatever you put out is what you're gonna get in. The choices you made in the past is the cause of everything that you are. You understand what I'm saying? Your your actions, the consequences to your actions will always follow you for the rest of your life. And that's a fact. That's a fact. Think, will this choice bring happiness to me and the people around me? If the choice brings distress, do not do it. You know right from wrong. You know when you're hurting somebody. You know when you're fucking your life up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Learn right from wrong. There is only one choice for one moment, the right choice for the right time. Before making a choice, your body will send you a sensation. Pay attention to your body and the sensation. Ask your body, if you make the choice, what will happen? If your body sends you sensation of discomfort, it is wrong. It is, it is the wrong choice. If your body sends you a sensation of comfort, it is the right choice. You understand? Like you could tell. You, t- you could tell when things are going wrong because if you're an intuitive person and if you follow your instinct, you know right from wrong. You know what choices you should make. Always go for the right choice because that will always bring back the right results, you know? From your past karma, you have to ask yourself, what can you learn from this experience? What's here for me to learn from this experience? Why is this happening? And what is the message the universe has given me? So whenever, you know, your karma comes right back and bites you in the ass because you did some fucked up shit, you got to ask yourself, why? Why are you experiencing this? You understand what I'm saying? Why is this happening to you? And what is the message that the universe is giving you? Super duper important. You know, once you realize that and once you know what's going on, you're able to grow from it because it's not it's not a loss. It's a lesson. As long as you're willing to acknowledge why you're in the position that you're in, you're able to flip it into a lesson and you're able to learn from it and keep moving forward. So applying the law of karma, everybody becomes conscious of the choices that they make. That's a fact. You know when you're going to do something and it's bad. <laughs> Wherever you make a choice, whenever you make a choice, ask yourself, what are the consequences of, the cho- of that choice? 
whenever you make a choice, ask yourself, what are the consequences of the choice you're making? And will this choice bring you fulfillment and happiness? And also those that are affected by that choice. Is that choice bringing happiness and fulfillment to the people around you that are affected by that choice? Ask your heart for guidance. If the choice brings comfort, make the decision. But if it brings discomfort, pause and see the consequences of your action. Always think before you act. Always think before you act. It's a must. You have to. And once you do think before you act, you're able to acknowledge and see, okay, cool. This is not right or this is wrong. Super important. So the fourth spiritual law of success is law of least effort. My favorite. Like I said, I want to be effortlessly successful. Like (laughs) I want to do everything with less effort, you know? So law of least effort based on the fact that nature's intelligent functions with effortless ease and abandoning carefreeness. Okay. So nature's intelligence functions with effortless ease. Like the tree don't think about (laughs) regrowing in the spring and (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Shedding all the leaves in the fall. (laughs) like that's nature you know what i'm saying you put a seed it'll grow that's nature you the 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 trees within the season is nature like the birds flying south is part of nature they're not thinking about flying south they just know like this is the time for me to fly south because it's about to go get cold as shit here (laughs) you know so effortless ease things things function with that the thing with the human mind is the consciousness is is the 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 gift of thinking you know so we think therefore we think too much or we think therefore we think too little <laughs> you got to acknowledge the fact that you have that gift and you got to be able to use it wisely but in order to become effortless, effortlessly thinking you got to meditate and become one within yourself to ease all the outside noises, all the the distractions, you know, and once you become one within yourself and you're able to separate yourself from all those distractions, you're able to think effortlessly because you're not thinking off of an emotion. You're thinking off of a clear mind because you were able to meditate and clear off all of those outside noises. So the principle of least action is no resistance you know not resisting to what it already is and that's part of also meditating like once you meditate you you learn how to be in the now in the right now and in the now there's nothing more than just the now so as long as you surrender and you have less resistance towards what's going to happen you end up having it, you know, you end up having the best thing happen because hanging on to, you know, hanging on to the future, or hanging on to the past or hanging on to hanging on to the result that you want. Like all of that is not effortless. It's you putting a lot of effort into it. You know, the principle of harmony and love, like the world is led by love. It, right now, it definitely looks like it's led by hate. <laughs> 
we're living in a world with a lot of fucked up shit happening. Like, you know, our presidents, our, our, our leaders, our, uh, you know, our priest, our nuns, like there's shit happening everywhere. You know, there's, there's, there's always the bad apple in the bunch, you know, but through the principle of harmony and love, like only good can happen. Only good can happen and you can only go up from there. So always follow love, always follow harmony, you know, do less and accomplish more. So, so, so true. Like, you know what I'm saying? Work smart, not hard. You know, when you chase the illusion of happiness with materialistic things, you waste energy instead of enjoying happiness in the moment. Like when you just think about the next best thing, like you're wasting time. You're wasting time. Instead, enjoy happiness in the moment. Enjoy what you have right now. Because we always want more. We could always have more. But how about you enjoy what you already have? How about you enjoy what's right in front of you? You know, when your actions are motivated by love, your energy multiplies and accumulates. And the energy gathered and enjoyed can be channeled to create anything you want, including unlimited wealth. Wealth is not all money. Wealth is not all materialistic things. You know, wealth is having a lot of love in your life. Wealth is having a lot of peace in your life. Wealth is feeling fulfilled, feeling like you have a purpose, feeling like you're here for a reason. That's wealth. That's unlimited wealth. You know what I'm saying? That right there will live on for the rest of eternity. Okay? And when unfearful of any challenge you can harness the power of love and use energy creatively for the experience of influence and evolution. Unfearfulness. You you live in a world of fear. Everything is 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 you know everybody everything that's on TV, everything that's on TV just you know eats away at your fear. It just it just kind of like it's like f- f- fuel to a fire like they're just here to, to to scare you into, you know, not moving forward, to scare you into a box, to scare you into being that person that you really never saw yourself being. So applying law of least effort, acceptance, make a commitment to accept people, situations, circumstances, and events as they occur. Then you will know this moment is as it should be. Because the whole universe is as it should be. Everything is as it should be already. That's why these plants and everything in nature is effortless because it is as it should be. So why wouldn't you be as you should be? Why aren't you here for what you're supposed to be here for? So what you worried about everything else? When you struggle against this moment, you're actually struggling against the entire universe. So when you're, when you're trying to make something work, that's not working. You just you just creating a friction within within the order of effortless. Make the decision to not struggle against this moment because when acceptance of this moment is total and complete, you accept things as they are, not as you wish they were in the moment. When you accept the moment, you take responsibility for your situation and all the events you see as a problem. Remember, there's no such thing as a problem as long as you have a solution. So always have a solution. Responsibility, not blaming anyone or anything for your situation. Accountability, you have to be accountable. 
You're in this position right now because of you. You're in this position right now because of you. Having accepted this circumstance, this event, this problem will give you the ability to have a creative response to the situation. This way you are accountable for your for your actions. All problems have the seed of opportunity. This allows you to take the moment and transform it to a better situation. In other words, a solution. <laughs> because there's no problem unless you have a solution. Defenselessness, you relinquish the need to defend your point of view when you are defensive. You are resisting. If you force the situation, the resistance only increase. It's super, super important. You ever notice like <laughs> when you're wrong, you're defensive? <laughs> Or sometimes you don't even know that you're wrong. You're just defensive because internally you're defending something. You never have to defend yourself. If you know this is coming from your true self and that doesn't make you right and that doesn't make the other person wrong. That doesn't make the other person wrong. And that doesn't, I mean, that doesn't make the other person right and that doesn't make you wrong. You understand what I'm saying? This is your truth. Stand by it. You know, because that's all you have at the end of the day. Remain open to all points of view and you will find the truth. Everybody is different. Everybody sees life in their own lens and that's different from yours. So you have to understand that people are different and they all have different points of view and their point of view might teach you something or your point of view might teach them something. But just understand that we're all different and never judge somebody for being different because that's just who they are. The fifth law of spiritual success, law of intention and desire. Energy and information exist everywhere in nature there is nothing but energy and formation in the field of potentiality the universe is your extended body that's a fact human consciousness is indefinitely flexible you are able to consciously change the information content that gives life to your body which means you can also do that to your external body like your environment, your world, therefore cause things to manifest in it. You are in control of your world. You know, when they say, you know, the sun revolves around you or this is your world, I'm just living in it. Yeah, it sounds cliche. It sounds like um, one of those sayings that you just say to be funny, but it's actually true. It's actually true. Like I said, if you seek, you shall find. If you want a better life, your better life is right there for you. You just got to be consciously aware of what you want and in line with it, no matter how hard it is to get it. Attention energizes and intention transforms. I'm going to say it again. Attention energizes and intention transforms. So whenever you get an attention from somebody that's just energizing your ego, that's just stroking you real, real nice and slow, stroking your ego real good. But intention, wanting something bad enough, will make you change. It'll make everything change. Whatever you put all your attention on will grow stronger in your life. Whatever you take your attention away from will slowly disappear. Intention triggers transformation. It's the real power behind desire. It desires without attachment to the outcome. Intention is purity. You just have good intentions, so you do good. 
You don't even have to think about doing good. You do good. You have bad intentions. You do bad. You don't even got to think about doing bad. You just got bad intentions, so you do bad. Use your intent for the benefit of mankind. Do good for yourself. You'll do good for others. That happened spontaneously when you are following the seven steps. When you're following these seven steps and you become aligned with them, trust me, your intent will be pure. Intention lays the groundwork for the effortless, spontaneous, frictionless flow of pure potentiality. Intention combined with detachment leads to life-centered, present moment awareness. When you have good intention in your heart and you're not worried about the outcome and you're just living for today and for the now, for the now, bro, present moment awareness is yours. The past is a memory. The future is an anticipation. The present is awareness. Remember that the past is a memory because all you can do is remember it. You can't literally go back and touch the past. Now that shit is gone. You can only remember it. And the future is an an anticipation. You can't go and touch the future. You're just anticipating what's going to come. And it's always different. The present is actual awareness. The present is the only thing right there at the moment that you have an influence in and that you can affect. All right. Time is the movement of thought. Both past and future born in the imagination. Only the present is real and eternal. Time is the movement of thought, both past and future, born in the imagination. Like I said, the past is a memory and the future is anticipation. So it's definitely born, born in the imagination. Only the present is real and eternal. Potentiality of space, time, matter, and energy, eternal fields of possibility. All forces at the moment just are. Some forces are light, heat, electricity, magnetism, or gravity. These forces are not in the past or in the future. That's a fact. Like, (laughs) light is as of right now. You know what I'm saying? Heat, electricity, it's all in the right now. How we interpretate these forces gives us the experience of concrete phenomenal in form Mm. how we interpret these forces gives us the experience of concrete phenomenal and form so whenever you know we're, we're interpreting light heat electricity or magnetism or even gravity you know that gives us the experience of concrete phenomenal form remember interpretations of abstract forces create the experience of the past and anticipation of the interpretations are what creates the future because we're interpreting what we thought happened or what we feel like happened or what in our mind happened and that's just from next abstract forces that creates that you have to free yourself of your past burden you have to move forward. The past is the past. It already happened. You can't keep holding on to it. Yeah, it hurt you at one point. Yeah, it felt shitty, but it felt and it did hurt you. That's all in the past. That doesn't mean you have to still feel hurt and you have to still feel that pain now when you already felt it in the past. Let that shit go, bro. Let that shit go. Let that shit go. 
realizing the present is the fertile ground for creating the future. How to apply law of intention and desire? Slip into the gap. Meditation. Once again, meditation. Super, super, super important. Establish in that state. Release attention and desire. Let it go. Let it go. Remain in the state. Remain in the state of knowing yourself. Never looking at yourself through the eyes of the world. You have to know that you have. You have to know that you have all the answers. Keep leaning onto yourself, remembering who you are. Keep your desire to yourself, unless you share the same desire. It's really important. People always put out their goals and what they're gonna do next, and da da da. To people that don't even have a next. And in those people, what do they do? They 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 bring your <laughs> those people. What do they do? They bring you down. They tell you you can't do it just because they could never do it. So they tell you you can't do it. So they put their shadow within yourself. Please keep your desires to yourself unless the people have the same desires. Because when people have the same desires you do, what are they going to do? They're going to push you into being that better person. They're going to push you into, you know, fulfilling that goal because they also see that goal being attainable relinquish your attachment to outcome is super important let it go let go of where you want to be and you'll end up where you have to be (laughs) let the universe handle the details all you got to do all you're supposed to do in this life is live and enjoy enjoy your life okay now the sixth spiritual law of success law of detachment in order to acquire anything in the physical You have to relinquish your attachment. That's a fact. You have to let go of who you want to be so you can be who you're supposed to be. Don't give up the intention or or the desire. You give up your attachment to the result. Once you give up your attachment to the result and your intentions and your desires are pure, you're going to get it. We are all prisoners of hopelessness. Mundane needs. We're all prisoners of the materialistic, of what... You know, people make it seem like that's what you're supposed to have. We're all prisoners of that. People search for security, but never reach because the real security is knowing your true self. People always want to feel secure in a relationship. They always they always want to feel secure in a job. They always want to feel secure in a lifestyle. But you create all of that. You are your own security. You know what I'm saying? How you want to be secure in this job is knowing that no matter what happens, you'll still be good. Super important. Be grounded in the wisdom of uncertainty. In uncertainty, you will find freedom to create anything you want. Remember, before there was matter, there was space. You know what I'm saying? Like There was nothing, and then we made it something. Always remember that. In uncertainty, you will find freedom to create anything you want because there's nothing there. Security and certainty are a result of an attachment to the known. You wanna, you want, you want that secure, that job security because that's all you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The known is nothing other than the prison of past conditioning. All you know is what they've put to prison you in the past it's part of conditioning and you're just falling into that condition you're falling into that because you know you don't know any better uncertainty is the fertile ground 
of pure creativity and freedom. In evolution, you don't force solutions. You will only make more problems. Every single person in your life is the seed of an opportunity for some greater benefit in your life. Remember that. Applying the law of detachment, commit yourself to detachment. Commit yourself to just letting it all go, just taking it as it is. It is what it is. That's my favorite thing to say. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It, it is what it is. Accept uncertainty. Step into the field of possibilities with no expectations and enjoy every moment. Expectation is the biggest dream killer, by the way. Expectation is the biggest dream killer. You expect something, it never, ever, ever ends up how you expected it. So then you're crushed. Expectation is a dream killer. You know? No expectations. The seventh spiritual law of success, we're here, guys, is law of dharma. Purpose and life. Your dharma is your purpose and life. Everyone has a unique talent and a unique expression of that talent. Like I said before, you got your own lane. It's your lane. You know what I'm saying? You, you're you unique to everybody else. There's one thing that you have that nobody else has. And that's what you got to channel into. That's what you got to, you know, get into. Everyone has the opportunity to become everything they have ever dreamed. Everybody. You're not special. Everybody does. <laughs> Express your talent to fulfill needs, create unlimited wealth and abundance. When you express your talent to fulfill needs, if somebody wanted supply and demand, if you have something that somebody wanted supply and demand, that creates unlimited wealth and abundance. Each of us are here to discover our true spiritual self. That's a fact. Whether it's religion, whether it's spirituality, whatever it is, you're here to find yourself. Express your unique talent. Show it off to the world. Like I said before, so what if somebody copies it? You're the originator. If somebody copies it, they can't continue it. Only you can because you created it. Service to humanity. Ask yourself, how can I, how can I help? Not what is, what's in it for me. Because that's all ego-based. When you ask for what's in it for me, that's all ego-based. You need to ask, how can I serve humanity? But you got to know how to serve yourself in order to serve others. You know, sometimes you got to be cocky. Sometimes you got to be selfish. Because being selfless will only help you. And it will only get you into the place where you can help others. Because you got to be selfish in order to be selfless. Because once you learn how to be selfish and you learn how to do for yourself, you become selfless and you, you, you serve humanity and you learn how to do for everybody else. So applying the law of Dharma, spend time in silence. Everybody, every day, to get in touch with your higher spiritual self, meditation. <laughs> spend time with yourself. That's a fact. You have to know who you are. Make a list of your unique talents. List three things of what you love to do and follow those and work on them every single day. Every single day. If you work on something every single day, you're going to be the best at it. Every single day, do what you got to do. You know? And ask yourself daily, how can you help humanity? Super important. You're here to serve. You're here to serve. You're here to help with humanity. You know? Super important. I really, really hope 
through me going over this book and going over everything. I hope I can help and I can heal and I can, you know, find one person. All I want is one person to just listen to this and and op- and, and get an eye opener. I hope you can open your eyes and, and see how to live a better life and, you know, see how to influence and, and just heal and and help get better because we're all needed in this world there's so much hate there's so much hate there's so much poverty there's so much mental health issues so much brainwashing so much social media so much comparison so much lack of love and so much pain and so much people feeling like they're, like, like they're unworthy for this life feeling like they don't belong here or what did they do to be where they are. I really hope while listening to this and, and getting a good understanding of the seven spiritual laws of success that helps you to get out of that rut. It helps you to believe in yourself. It helps you to want more for yourself and it helps you to want more for your community and the people around you in the world. I really, really hope you're able to get this and understand that you are important and you are, you do matter. And you're, you're one of the most important people in the world because you're the most important person to yourself. It's super important. You know, I would love some feedback. This is my first podcast, doing it all myself by myself. I would love some feedback and I would love to do more of these for you and with you. So please let me know. Let me know how you feel. And I really, really appreciate you for listening. Thank you. And you already know, it's your wisest host. <laughs> It's Wise Time. Thank you for listening to Wise Time. This is your host, Felicia. And I really, really hope you have a great day. And we love you. I love you.